We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we are live. Once again, it is the Field of 68 uh, podcast. My name is Rob Doster. I'm joined by the one and only Jeffrey Goodman here. And uh, Jeff, it's it's been a little bit of a slow news day in the basketball world. Not a lot oh, going on. Not any big stories. Not any big com- conspiracy theories. Uh, just like a nice, normal June spring day. How are you doing, my man? Yeah, like I haven't showered. I haven't shaved. I like I've got I've got my 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 pizza in front of me that's ice cold now. <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah. You go from Celtics and. Yeah, obviously, Danny H. Part of it wasn't uh, crazy, but uh, the Brad Stevens going to the front office was was pretty nuts. And then as that's happening, uh, I'm I'm working the the Coach K story uh, and trying to figure out what's going on there. And I texted you about what an hour ago, some something like yep. that. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, listen, is it a surprise? He's 74 years old. So it's not a shock, obviously, that, that Coach K is stepping down. I think the bigger surprise, Rob, is that he's not doing it like Roy Williams did it, right? Roy just did it kind of abruptly. Coach K's got a little bit of a plan here and, and saying, hey, in a year, I'm going to step down and I'm going to help with the transition and help John Shire, who is likely going to be the head coach, as long as it's rubber stamped, which it's supposed to be at about 3.30 this afternoon, I'm going to help John Shire make that kind of transition, and and then I'm going to step away. And one of the big reasons why Coach K, other than his age, is deciding is the same reasons that Roy Williams is going and the same reasons that Jim Boeheim's probably going to go soon is name, image, likeness, the transfer portal, all the stuff that is changing college basketball right now I think it's said to these guys who are getting older anyway, you know what? In the pandemic, I'm sure the pandemic was part of it too. They got to kind of stay home. And remember, Coach K was very, very cautious with the Mm -hmm. pandemic. He was like the last head coach to come in um, with his team last August. Didn't bring in the kids till like August 8th or 9th, somewhere around there. So I, I think, again, this is something that a lot of people thought might happen. But it's almost like a Gene Cady, Matt Painter type plan here. Yeah, and you know one of the things that you kept hearing um, about this during the uh, during the pandemic and during the season is that um, this is it's just something that kind of wore on him, right? Like when you 
when you go through a situation like this, when you go through something that that the entire world went through when it comes to, to the COVID-19 era, uh, you kind of realize that there are things that are more important than maybe just doing your job or the things that are more important than um, continuing to coach basketball at 75. I think you kind of get to a point where you say, all right, look, I've made enough money. I've built my legacy. Everyone's going to know who I am. I've got this program in a place where uh, the person that's going to be taken over is going to be able to have some success. Like, why don't I just go and enjoy the rest of my life in a stress-free environment where I can sit on a beach and I can play golf and, and I can do whatever I need to do um, to kind of uh, to relax and not have to worry about the stress of being a college basketball coach. So um, I, it's not to me, it's not all that surprising that this uh, that this happened. And um I mean, it was it was something that was kind of rumored and bandied about for a while. So, uh, Jeffrey, we we got a special guest coming in here right now. Oh boy! Oh, a dookie through and through here. Oh, what's up? What's up? Are you are you going to cry on this pod, Andrew Dawkins? No, you're not. No tears. No. You promise? No, no tears. I promise. All right. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's kind of like I don't know for for you who played with John Shire. This is kind of bittersweet for you right like coach k he was gonna go at some point soon anyway yeah yeah i was yeah i was just texting um with a friend about that it's like you you knew it wasn't you know it wasn't gonna go on forever but you know it's still shocking uh you know to hear the news so um it is sad but yeah like you said um you know if it if it if it's confirmed that it's john then yeah that's that's it's, That's amazing. It's likely, very, very likely. You know, yeah. I think it's more of a formality than anything. At three thirty, they're having a uh, a meeting with probably um, you know the higher ups at Duke, mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of probably rubber stamp it. But you can bet, like, if K wants it, who's standing in the way? Yeah, nobody. Yeah, not some uh, new AD. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it's crazy. It's big, big time, like regime change at Duke. Yeah. You got uh, Doctor White retiring. You got Coach retiring. Um, I'm sure. Coach Cut doesn't have a, a ton of years left, so um, a lot of changes coming. Yeah, Dre, I, I'm curious. You you know John well. You played with him. Um, you've been in locker rooms with him. Uh, what, how do you how how does he fit as the head coach at a program um, that is as uh, as big as as big of a brand as Duke is? You know, I I know him a little bit. I don't know him as well as you. And and he's one of these guys that just seems like he's. Uh, I don't. I, I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about John Shire. We talked about this, other than Maryland fans. I think they're the only people on the planet <laughs> that don't like John. So, how do you think he fits uh, running a program and running a brand as big as Duke basketball is? Well, you must not have listened to the Gerald Henderson pod because he had a lot of <laughs> bad things to say about John. No, um, yeah, John's John's awesome, man. Um, you know, only got to spend the one year with him, um, but you know those guys, those seniors were on a mission that year and, um, you know, couldn't have asked for better seniors to, to, to have my freshman year. And, um, it was kind of crazy cause he, um, you know, I, I had a fifth year there and that was his first year back, um, mm-hmm. on the coaching staff. And, you know, that first year, I feel like, you know, he was trying to figure out what he was doing. Um, you know, he's fresh off of playing professional basketball and, um, you know, he's trying to find his voice and then, you know, getting a chance to see him and talk to him and go back and, <clears throat> you know, hang out with the the teams over the last couple of years. Um, you can really see that he's, you know, he's found his voice. He knows, um, you know, who he is as a coach now. So uh, I'm excited for him. Um, 
um, you know, be honest with you, it's not the easiest. It's not, you know, the first guy after K is not, it's not the easiest job in the world. Um, but I'm excited for what John um, will bring, you know, to our program uh, moving forward. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's honestly a lot about uh, the staff around him. And, you know, I think he, they're going to have bring, to give him a veteran draft. Yeah, he needs to bring in a veteran who's yeah. been a head coach before. Yeah, he definitely needs someone is who's, Wojo, who's running right? program. Isn't Wojo the easy choice? He's unemployed. His K is like second son, or maybe not second, but, um, you know, <laughs> ultimately, isn't Wojo the easy choice there to help John Shire? Uh, he's definitely a guy I would reach out to um, for sure. It's just – I don't – I don't know. It's, you know, it's tough to go from, uh, you know, running your own program to being an assistant uh, at a program, especially like at your program that you, you know, you were the assistant at for so long. So I don't know. I don't know what Wojo's, I, you know, I haven't spoken to Wojo. I don't know what his mindset is like, but he's definitely a guy I would reach out to for sure. You can't say no. If Kay asks you, Wojo, for like this year even. You know, or well, it won't be this year. It'll be next year. That's the one thing is Wojo could have a job for next year. Like I'm sure yeah, that's, that's what true. he's thinking. So you know, it's probably a, a a timing deal too, where or you you bring in a veteran now. You just bring in a veteran now that maybe uh, Wojo you create a position for him this year. Mm-hmm. He's already there, and if he doesn't get a job next year, he just slides right in and 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 helps him. Yeah. I think the dynamic next season is going to be really interesting between Coach K and John Shire. Like, how much is this going to be uh, Coach K trying to, like, give him give, yeah, give a chance to chop him up and, and, and teach him what he needs to be able to do and kind of those final life lessons or whatever it is, and how much of this is going to be, like, Coach K trying to go out on top? You know, I, I'm sure, like, he wants nothing more than to – um, end his career with the with another national title. So the the dynamic between those two and how that works on the bench is something you know, I'm going to be fascinated to see. Yeah, I mean, knowing coach personally, um, it'll be mostly about trying about winning because <laughs> uh, you know that's just how his mind works. Um, but yeah, I mean, you do have to kind of get John ready a little bit, but I mean, at the same time, he is a, you know, he's an associate head coach. He's been the associate head coach for a couple of years, I think. So um, that's as close as you're going to get. Think about this. Like if, if we had talked about this, like two years ago, like John Shire wasn't even in the equation. I mean, even like, I think you and I had a conversation about it before this year for this season. And I I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't have John at the top of the list. No disrespect to John. I just thought that they get a sitting head. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's exciting. Uh, so I mean, his, I'm, I'm happy. His for golf- I've, I've known John since he was, you know, 15 years old. So like, yeah. it's cool for me to see yeah, John Shire, the kid, yeah, you know, become kind of the next head coach at Duke, but man, those shoes. Yeah. Big shoes. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. To I was, um, texting with him like last week, asking about his golf game. So I'm sure it's going to take another big hit, uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving forward. What golf game. No more, <laughs> no more rounds for John Shire. No, no. no. <laughs> Unless it's with a big booster. No yeah, chance. Maybe, yeah, maybe that. That's about it. <laughs> so, uh, so what, what does this last year look like? Like, is there any thought? So I'm thinking about this now and I'm like, Hey, Roy never got a farewell tour. Mm-hmm. Is that why K did this? Did he want the farewell tour? Uh, I don't know. I mean, 
I don't know. It is. I mean, it's 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 interesting timing on the announcement. Um, but I mean, it could be you know a situation where he didn't feel you know he had his mind made up and he didn't feel like you know they could keep that in house yeah. for a whole season. Um, so may as well get it out on your terms. Uh, but yeah, that that'll definitely be a a crazy farewell tour. Um, I'm sure he'll get. I don't know though, because every you know like. People hate him, so I wonder how. Yeah, but he like, likes. I wonder how the last game at Carolina will be. Oh, um, it, it sucks that it wasn't Roy and Kay. Like, yeah, oh, like yeah, they do it together. Yeah, that would have been that would have been super cool. Yeah. Um, and, and part of the thing I always felt, and I always heard this, was Kay wanted to leave, making sure his record will be out of reach. Nobody will have a chance of catching his record for the wins record. Oh yeah. And, He's doing that now because, again, like Beheim lost all those games. So yeah, Beheim, yeah. Right. The, Who's going to catch him? He's, Beheim, yeah. He's putting no, I mean, the it's, it's uh, I mean, if you think about it, it's insane, you know, to win a thousand plus games as a uh, as a college basketball coach. And, you know, like most of those at the same place, I just don't, I mean, I don't know how you could. Uh, emulate that just the way things work nowadays um, especially if you look at how his tenure at Duke started you know mm-hmm. this year I mean in this day and age he'd have been fired yeah. uh, after those first couple of years so um, yeah it, it's an amazing accomplishment and he definitely deserves his flowers I gotta run guys I gotta grab this all right, all right. well Dre let's uh we can end it with this as as Goodman jumps off and and um, ditches us. Who do you who do you think he's answering the, the like who's calling him right now? Who do you think it is? Is this Celtics? Is this Duke? Like it's been it's been kind of a wild sports day today. I know, right? It's been nuts. Like Celtics shake up, uh, coaches retiring. What do you mean? Who's calling him? Yeah, who, who do you think it is? What what news is he breaking now? Is this Jim Bayhart? Oh, Goodman? Goodman? oh <laughs> yeah, you gotta announce something crazy. It's something, man. Like that's there. that's where that's Goodman is how I found out. Um, his tweet, man. Like he's is he he's like the Woj of college basketball. He's just <laughs> yeah. It's probably if he if he had to run like that, it's probably some huge news and Bayheim's taking the Celtics job or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just glad. I'm just glad that Duke is putting out that it's going to be John Shire, so that we don't have to have. Weeks, or a year of yeah speculation. Is, is it going to be Brad Stevens? Is he going? No, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I well, we're lucky. We're lucky that um, this broke after the Celtics news broke because there mm-hmm. would have been nothing but speculation on Brad Stevens if it was Coach K's retiring first, and then the rumors about the shakeup in the Celtics. It, it would have been just. It would have been a mess, but um. That Celtics news is interesting, though. I yeah. wonder. I so, wonder who they'll hire. L- l- let me ask you this, Dre. So you're you you played for the program, obviously. You're still connected to the program because you host a podcast about the Duke basketball program. Are you? Is this the move that you wanted to see? Like, if you were if you were the one that was making this decision, would it be John that you would have gone after? Would it have been someone else? You know, we we talked about this plenty. There was no perfect fit, and to me, it just always seemed like. The natural progression would be okay. You got this associate head coach that's right there. You might as well give him a chance, right? I mean, yeah, it's interesting because I think it could have been. I think it's just it was just a timing thing, like because it could have been any of the guys who were associate heads for a long time. You know, if it was 
this happened 10 years ago, it probably would have been, um, you know, Woj or CC, you know, because they were uh, associate heads. Um, it had been there for a long time. So I think it was just a matter of timing. And, um, you know, obviously Coach had a big, a big say in it. And he has been around John for the last, I guess, eight or nine years now, something like that. And he feels like he's, you know, ready to take over. And so, you know. How do you say, how do you say no? How do you say, no, nah, let's go in a different direction. Um, you know, the guy who's been running the program for 40 plus years thinks John can take over and run it. So, uh, you know, I have faith in, in, in his opinion. And um, I know John will do the best that he can. And I mean, I'm honestly excited. I'm excited to see, um, you know, what, pro, what direction John takes the program. Yeah, I'm I'm just happy for him. You know, like I yeah. said, he he's he's one of the nicest people on the planet. Absolutely, and for sure. It's nice to see good things happen to good people. Yeah, and um, yeah, he'll get a little bit of a uh, a raise in pay, <laughs> <laughs> which will be nice. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it is exciting, man. I mean, it's it's uh, kind of like Goodman said, man. It's bittersweet, um, you know, and best era ever coming to a close, but then. Um, you know, hopefully starting another great chapter in the history of Duke basketball with John at the helm. One thing I do think will be interesting is to see how he decides to start building the program moving forward. Is he going to continue trying to get uh, all these one and dones and build recruiting classes like the one that you have coming in this season? Is it going to be something where they really go heavy into the transfer market? Is it going to be something where they go back to looking for a lot of guys that are kind of in that like, top 50 range that you can expect to be in school for three or four years. I, I, I wonder what, uh, what John's game plan is going to end up being. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting because like, uh, like, you know, people say things like that a lot in, on like Twitter and stuff. Oh, stop recruiting one and done. And it's, I don't know. It's like, what, what do you do then? You know, if you're at, if you're at a Duke, do you, do you not recruit the best guys? You know what I mean? Do you say, oh, man, Zion, thanks, but no thanks? You know, like, how do you say, you know, a guy like, Zion, you know, Zion or RJ or Jason Tatum is like, hey, I want to come to Duke. And you're like, no, nah, we're good. You know, you don't want to be here a year. Like, I don't know how, you know, you can't turn those guys away. And, you know, if you look back at it, like, you know, if Grant Hill was coming to Duke in 2021, he's a one and done. Uh mm-hmm. Like, so it's, I don't know if we're recruiting different kind of guys. It's just a different day and age. And um, even with this past year's uh, recruiting class, you know, you got a guy like, um, you know, Henry Coleman, who wasn't, you know, wasn't a five star, but, you know, he transfers out. Same with uh, Dr- Jamin, uh-huh. you know, he transfers out. Even, um, you know, like DJ Stewart is projected like late second round and he leaves. So, you know, it's like, what, what can you, what do you do? Uh, if, especially how, you know, the transfer portal is, it's like, it's free agency. So it's no real downside to transferring. So it's, I mean, I think it's just, it's difficult for all coaches. Like the transfer portal is just full of kids. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think it's, it's just a different time, man. And you got to figure out how to, you know, put program, put a program together and keep it together. Um, cause you know, you need that experience to really get deep in the tournament and win, win games. 
And that's probably part of the reason why Coach K is making the decision that he's making now. You know, the, the sport of college basketball is going to be very different in completely the next different five to ten years between yeah. NIL stuff and transfer stuff and and all of it. And you know, this as, as the saying goes, you don't want to teach an old dog new tricks, right? So if he's if he's going to have to change everything that he does and the way that he does it, does it make sense to? Throw yourself into that when you know that. Look, you're 75 years old. There, there's, there's a, you know, that you're you're coming up on the end of your uh, working life. Yeah, um, if that makes sense. So, uh, I'm I'm not surprised to see it happen. I think it happened a little bit quicker. And like you mentioned, it really sucks that we don't get that last uh, Roy Williams against Coach K matchup because that would yeah. It's like we didn't know it was like the last one we got. There were no fans in the arena. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, I know. It stinks. I mean, maybe like you know, maybe Hubert can step aside and just let Co- uh, <laughs> let Roy come back for for two games, one at Chapel Hill and one at Cameron. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, it is a new day and age is coming in college and athletics in general. Um, I think you'll you'll see a lot of. Um, like the older guard of ADs and coaches, um, football and basketball. Uh, kind of stepping out of the way and, you know, letting uh, new younger people come in and, and deal with all the <clears throat> all the just new stuff, uh, you know, with N- you know, because NIL is, is going to be uh, kind of wild and, you know, with the transfer portal and everything like that. Yeah, I think there will be a lot of older coaches who are just like, I don't, you know. I, you know, I was teetering on, you know, retirement and, you know, with all this new legislation and stuff coming through, I was just, you know, pass the reins to to someone a little bit younger to deal with. Right, right. Well, listen, Dre, I'm going to let you get out of here. Um, I want to end it with this, though. What what are, you, what are you looking forward to the most for this next season? And what do you think can be maybe like an indicator for the future? Like what if we're looking out for one thing to kind of tell us what Duke basketball is going to look like under John Shire, what should we be looking out for next season? Uh, I mean, I think one thing would probably be to keep an eye on like how recruiting is going. You know, if we're, you know, we're losing battles that we usually win um, or, you know, if we're continuing to win those battles or, or be, you know, relevant um, as far as recruiting goes. I mean, I think that's important. Um, yeah. And I mean, I'm honestly just interested to see how, how the dynamics work, um, you know, how much more, you know, John is involved in the huddles, how much more he's talking. Um, you know, he's not a huge, you know, talker, yeller. That's not really um, his MO. So it'll be interesting to see if he feels like he needs to, like, change the way he is or, you know, if he sticks to, you know, what works for him. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely be be tuned in on those sidelines. They need a, a sideline cam or something like that for all these <laughs> games. <laughs> I just I think he needs to work on his angry face. You know, Coach K, he's got his angry face. Man, it's scary. Yeah. He's like John, though, like John, he looks like he's twelve years old, man. I don't know. How yeah, I, I, yeah, I know, I know. Old. He's looked the same since I've known him. Uh, yeah, man, it'll be interesting. Um, John also has to work on, uh, you know, make sure he keeps the perception that he's like super nice to all the guys. Because as the funniest thing, I would go home and talk to like aunts and uncles, and they'd be like. Does he ever, you know, does Coach K ever curse at you guys? He seems like he's so nice. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, how do, how are you guys seeing that on TV? Um, so, yeah, he's he's got to figure that trick out, too. <laughs> All right. Well, Dre, listen, 
Uh, this has been fun. I'm glad we were able to jump on um, real quick. Everybody, if you're still listening, please rate, review, subscribe to these podcasts anywhere that you get podcasts for absolutely free. Yep. And uh, I guess this is now the John Shire podcast, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to get him back on now. I mean, he might be too yeah. big time for me now. Right. We'll, we'll see. That'll be the determining <laughs> factor if he's still a nice guy, John Shire. Yeah, exactly. Hey, we can get him back on. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.